We're going to go to the book of Hebrews and Genesis. The book of Hebrews and Genesis. The book of Hebrews and Genesis. All right. All right. I, I, I don't know if I want to read the King James Version. I'm just going to read you out the King James and the New Living Translation. And Hebrews, I'm going to read King James Version and then come back and do the NLT. And then the um, Genesis, I'm going to do probably King James and NIV. So anyway, let's go. Hebrews 13, 10 through 14 says, We have an altar whereof they have no right to eat which serve the tabernacle. For the bodies of those beasts whose blood is brought into the sanctuary by the high priest of sin, for sin are burned without the camp. That means outside the camp. I'm going to just translate it for you. You got to exegete the King James sometimes. Wherefore, Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, suffer without the gate as well, outside of the church, outside of the gate. Let us go forth, therefore, unto him without the camp, outside the camp, bearing his reproach. For here have we no continuing city, but we seek one to come. Genesis 49, 22 through 26 reads, Joseph is a fruitful bowl, even a fruitful bowl by a well whose branches run over the wall. The archers have sorely grieved him and shot at him and hated him. But his bow abode in strength, and the arms of his hands were made strong by the hands of the mighty God of Jacob. From this is the shepherd, the stone of Israel, even by the God of thy father, who shall help thee, and by the mighty, almighty, who shall bless thee with blessings of heaven above, blessings uh, of the deep that lieth under, blessings of the breast. And of the womb, the blessing of thy father have prevailed above the blessings of <clears throat> my prognitors. Unto the utmost bound of the everlasting hills, they shall be on the head of Joseph and on the crown of the head of him that was separated from his brethren. Amen. Lord, I ask for your power, your grace to move upon me so I may bring a word for your people. We thank you, God. We love you. We ask for you to take us to the next level in your life, the next level in your glory, the next level in your presence. As Paul said, we go from glory to glory. In the name of Jesus, we pray. <clears throat> Amen. Amen. Well, we finished our series. We finished our series, Road to Recovery, and we'll probably revisit some things about deliverance. But we're going to talk about today beyond limitations, beyond the limitations. Amen. The graphic ain't ready. Yeah, yeah. Beyond the limits. Sorry. I knew it was some guy. I couldn't remember what I even named it. Beyond the limits. <laughs> All right. Beyond the limits. Um, it, it's amazing how God is moving us even in the midst of a pandemic. And, and, and I'm so glad that Brother uh, Minister Todd is here. I, I, don't, I have never even met Minister Todd, but I believe it was just a sign to give me the courage and the strength, <clears throat> which I'm a preacher anyway, to just give me a uh, uh, a, a confirmation that I was preaching the right thing. Um, see, Christ has formed this church in the earth to be empowered with his gospel and in a new life response to spread the good news to others, even across the globe. See, a lot of times we got to understand, and I'm, I'm going to talk about my church a little bit, but, but we, we, we begin to think that we're supposed to just reach the people right here. 
And sometimes we get so comfortable with church, with the same folk, <clears throat> that we don't understand we got to worry about the people on the outside. Every time somebody come in here, I'm going to just say this right now, we should be telling them, come in and tune in to 104.3 because it's a first-time visitor every day. You understand? We, 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 you know what I'm saying? It should always be on the marquee because we're we not just talking to New Beach Grove. We're talking to people that are just driving by and just may happen to stop. You understand? And not only are we just talking to people that drive by having to stop, we're talking to people all around the globe. Do you know I've done some underground Bible studies for folk? Oh, y'all don't hear what I'm saying? I don't, I, I, Reverend, Reverend, Reverend Howe used to do, the, the, set up the Skype for me. I need to learn how to do Skype again. I know people won't even use it, but sometimes people in Pakistan, it's hard for them to do the Facebook because Facebook is so public. But with Skype, you can do stuff underground. But, but sometimes you got to have your mind outside of the box. Come on, somebody. <clears throat> and understand that God did not call you just for the people beside you. Oh, yeah, see, yeah, yeah. Because you got to have a global vision, especially if you're going to be here. Your, your mind can't just think small. That's why so many people get frustrated with me because they always stretch outside of their comfort zone. And as soon as we get right here, then Maxwell talking about buying something else over here because I never want to be landlocked. I always want to take over what God has ordained us to take over. You got to have your footprint more than just in one spot. Oh, yeah, y'all don't hear what I'm saying? See, you have to come and glean from his word for the soul. You, 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 have come, you come to glean from his word for the sole reason of being transformed by the renewing of your mind. To be free of the world's feeding tubes, which lengthen your days of dependent weakness on the wiles of others whom, even if unknowingly, are destined to surely die. And being armed with the embedded armor of the word, you are to become victorious and impervious, overcoming the ploys of a dying world. This alone would seem to be enough, but God requires more. To whom much is given, much is required. Our two main texts in their visual displays of, of the relationship patterns and connective types, uh, which are not only inherent to these very principles, to this very, but are sure to be the likewise applied to the lives of all who follow after. I'm going to show you this. I'm going to show you this. Don't worry. I know it sounds like it's confusing, but it's going to come together. The relational pattern of the tabernacle addressed in our text of, the, of Hebrews is an unmistakable pattern of salvation offered through our Savior Jesus Christ. See, the tabernacle is a pattern of God's presence encamped in the midst of his people. One point of access being Jesus Christ, you cannot get to the Father except through who? Through him. A blood sacrifice being required. His blood, we're covered by the blood of Jesus, right? A washing of water before entering into the closer encounter, baptism. An anointed oil, enlightenment within the tent, an anointing. A bread of life, sustenance. Man should not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds out of the mouth of the Father. And on into, into the hundreds of like and twos. Basically, everything is similar. Whenever you see everything in the Bible points at Jesus. In Genesis, he was a ram in the bush. In Exodus, you know, he was a sacrificial lamb. You know what I'm saying? In, 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 in Leviticus, uh, he, he was the high priest. In Numbers, he was a pillar of, of, of fire by day and a, a, a pillar of, of, of fire by night and a pillar of cloud by day. And, and, and so he points at, at everything points to Jesus. See, <clears throat> within the tabernacle... Um, lies the connective truths of our relationship with God. 
And it is a marvelous in our eyes. And yet our text speaks of taking our sacrifice lives outside of this gate. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. See, to extend our relationship to God to the outside world. See, see, you got to go outside the church. You can't just stay in the church and expect that you're really doing what the church is supposed to do. Oh, yeah, y'all don't hear me. I've had individuals tell me when I first was, was preaching here that the church was growing too fast and too many people were getting saved. Didn't understand it. People ask what I say. I said, bye. What else could I say? <clears throat> then, too, our text of Genesis presents another rich illustration in the life of Joseph, a type of Christ in numerous ways. He was a shepherd, the most beloved and the favorite son. Come on, somebody. Rejected and betrayed by his brethren. He came, but they accepted him not. Sold for pieces of silver. Jesus was sold for 30, but Joseph was sold for 20. A Hebrew chosen of God who is made to be lowly and yet not only able to survive, but to thrive in the throes of persecution. Even though he was called to his people, he was sold away to somebody else. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He was a connective mediator between the nations. Joseph brought, not only did he help Egypt, but he also helped the Hebrews. Jesus not only helped the Jews, but he also helped what? The Gentiles. Within the life of Joseph lies the illustrious typology of Jesus Christ, and it is marvelous. It's marvelous. And yet, our text speaks of Joseph's life being as a boat. See, well rooted in a place of protection and plenty, yet whose branches of influence run over the wall. So this is your base. Y'all don't hear me say, the church is your base. You know why so many folks fuss in church, deacon spells? It's because they think that this is the battleground. But the word of God in Matthew clearly tells you that the field is the world. Remember he said, don't take up the tares because you'll root up the wheat also. Stop judging your brothers and sisters in church just because they don't have the same sin you got. Because at the end of the day, you got some sin in you. It just may not be what they got. And stop staying and getting trapped inside of the church. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't want to hear me. I'm trying. You got to reach beyond it. He went, he went through, he, he was enclosed in the culture, but he went out to different races and different cultures and different classes of people and, and different educational backgrounds and, and different ed economic realms into a foreign world <laughs> and, 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 and to give them life. See, it is within this dual panorama display of who we are as a church that is required of our privileged position that causes us to pause and think, you privileged. Come on, somebody. Whether you black or white and you a Christian, you privileged. I know we always talk about that when we get shot in Black Lives Matter and stuff like that. But, but, but you privileged because you got favor that other people don't have. And if you just walk in a favor that other people don't have, your race won't be able to hold you back. I'm not saying racism don't exist. I'm just saying it can't stop you. I don't even know if I'm preaching or having a conversation. But, 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 but where are we as a church? As the church, where is it that we're supposed to reach? And how do we connect and influence the life situation of others who are without the camp? 
without the whale's wall, outside of the wall, outside of the whale, outside of the covenant. When we too are in a situation in camp and stagnant, See, you know why I believe, I ain't saying this is why it came, but you do know COVID-19 has made churches reach outside their walls finally. Do you know some churches finally started feeding the homeless that was never feeding the homeless, even when God said do the least of these because they couldn't do nothing else but go outside. I believe COVID-19 sometimes in some situations was designed to get the church out of its comfort zone. I was so happy when other folks finally started feeding the homeless, finally started taking care of people outside because now they was finally doing it. The same folk that was telling me why you keep doing stuff outside finally opened the door. Same folk that called me the devil when we had Facebook. I don't know if you were there. I know Deacon Spells was over there. We had a training, and a preacher came in, and we had a training. You know, I used to let them call who they wanted to call because, you know, I ain't know nobody. And then I had to say, you know what, I'm going to hang up the phone on these jokers because dude said I was the devil because I had Facebook. And it was before Facebook came. But can you better approach? See, when you are a visionary, people ain't going to like you because you're always doing something outside of the box. Can you stand to be blessed? I will bless you a hundredfold in this lifetime with persecutions, though. Oh, can't you handle the persecution? See, some of y'all not blessed because you can't take the persecution. Oh, oh, come on, somebody. You can't be weak and be blessed. You can't handle two haters hating on you in the cubicle. Ain't nobody hating on you in the cubicle but other broke folk. If you can't handle the cubicle hate, you better not go to the corner office, baby. But when you're doing something first, you're going to get criticized. Can you bear the reproach? It said Jesus was crucified without the camp. You know they kicked Jesus out the church? You know, because Jesus healed the lady that had the issue with her back for 18 years. He healed her on the Sabbath and some other folk. And they were like, why are you doing work on the Sabbath? And he said, don't you feed your cows on the Sabbath? Are you telling me I can't heal nobody and do good? They, they hated Jesus without a cause. And truth be told, until you get some haters, don't go find them. They will find you. Until you get some haters in your life, you don't even have the prerequisite of getting blessed because the Bible says he blesses me in the presence. He prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. If you ain't got no enemies, that's your clue. You ain't doing nothing for God because at the end of the day, the devil going to always send you some haters to try to keep you on your... Come on, somebody. <clears throat> Can you better approach church? New Beast Grove, they was laughing at us when we was coming in this building. Everybody kept saying how small we were, <coughs> we were and we couldn't make it. And the closing kept getting delayed because it wasn't a clear title. I'm not going to buy nothing and while I own the land under the building, that means you own the building. They ain't giving it us for free. Now, if you give it to me for free, have the land. But if I got to pay for it, you're going to change that. You understand what I'm saying? Because, but, 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 but they thought it was because we didn't have God. No, you, you, you had a, a, a pastor who's a real estate broker. It, it, it's funny, when I first got here, I had a lady come in my office and lecture me. I'm not trying to go down memory lane. I'm just trying to tell y'all where we're going. All right? I ain't calling nobody names, so don't put it on Facebook. I was talking about you, then they're going to know who you are. All right, so, so, so the thing about it, what people are telling me, don't, you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do comedy. You, 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 you shouldn't go out here and do the basketball thing. You're supposed to be right here in the church. Right here. Why? So you can see where I'm at? 
You don't even want nothing. We have got to get comfortable with understanding that we're supposed to reach out the sides of the gate. See, he said the gates of hell, we're supposed to kick in the gates of hell, right? And so that they shall not prevail. But how are you going to kick in the gates of hell if you always in church and never going out to the school systems? In fact, with COVID-19, we brought the school system here. Oh, y'all hear what I'm saying? You got... 24, 25 kids in here getting tutored to make sure that we keep them on track for Zoom, to make sure we keep them in track. Now, we don't go around throwing oil on them or talking about Jesus, but our youth pastor right there, come on, somebody. Sometimes our deacons and deaconess in the building, and they know the Spirit of God is here. Y'all don't understand what I'm saying. You got to understand how to start taking territory back from the devil and stop. The reason why the devil got the internet is because the church pulled out. The church went to sleep and said the internet is the devil, and the devil can't do nothing but kill, steal, and destroy. How in the world did he create the internet? He didn't create the internet. He stole it because the saints were asleep. Back in the day, they wouldn't even take certain converts from Pentecostal organizations if they came there and said they saw a television evangelist. They said, no, that's the devil. How stupid is that? COVID-19 got you thinking differently than that on it. Uh-huh. Everybody outside and they cars on the internet. They ain't coming in your church right now. You, you're going to start thinking outside the box. But anytime you start thinking outside the norm, people hate on you. So God said, you know what? I'm going to let the COVID-19 happen. I'm not saying he brought it because the devil is the one who's always bringing destruction and disease. But God said, you know, what? I'm allowing you to have this. You know why? Because he's going to put my church on their toes. And it won't just be a few churches being, 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 thinking outside the box. Everybody got to think outside the box or you're going to die. Oh, can you brother approach of being extraordinary? Extraordinary ain't nothing but extraordinary. You extraordinary. Can you bear it? Can you stand to be blessed? Do you know you will only get blessed to the threshold of pain you can take? The threshold of hate you can take? Because people are going to hate you. See, see, people wonder why people hate LeBron, but you do know they hated Jordan when he was playing. They hated Kobe. They hated Kareem for a while. They, 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 people hate greatness. They don't hate good. If you just good, you can have all the friends in the world. But when you start walking in your anointing and walking in greatness and begin to start doing things nobody else has ever done, when God begins to make you lay down in green patches and bless you and give you a blessing, you better understand reproach and hate is coming. See, can I tell you this? The blessings of the crown comes with the suffering of the sacrifice. You do know that the cross and the crown both made out of wood, right? And if you can't carry your cross, you ain't going to be able to hold your crown. Come on, so the cross and the crown is heaven. At least the cross, you're carrying it on your body. But when you get the crown, it's on your head. Come on, somebody. You're going to have a strong neck. Your shoulders and your base need to be built up. Your roots need to be deep. If you're going to walk in the midst of a crown and walk as a son or daughter of God, you got to be ready to handle the haters. Um, uh, I, I, I promise you I ain't mad at nobody. Cause I remember I, I ain't preached a sermon like this in a long time. Remember, they always get mad. Somebody, you talking about haters. But don't nobody get mad, but the haters that's hating. 
Because they think that you, you, you talk about them and you probably are and don't even know it in the spirit. But then they give themselves away. Come on, somebody. Do you know when you walk under the anointing that demons got to reveal who they are? Come on, somebody. See, some of y'all don't understand it because you ain't been walking in your anointing but for so long. See, now you came to church and that's the only time you was anointed. Now in the midst of COVID-19, you praying in your house and praying in your closet. Now you going to your job and you wonder why so-and-so acting different. They already didn't like you, but the anointing wasn't showing you the demons in them. Y'all I don't hear what I'm saying. Remember the boy in Mark chapter 9? He didn't have any epileptic seizure attack until Jesus stepped on the scene. You know why? Because when a lesser spirit understands a greater spirit is in the midst, it know it got to go and it got to identify itself. People tell me all the time, so-and-so didn't act like that when you weren't here because they didn't have nobody anointed in the house. Your anointing Remember they told Jesus, we are legion. We are one, but we are many. They had to tell him who they were. Your haters, when you're under your anointed, they're going to tell you they hate you. They ain't going to want to, but they are. Oh, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. The anointing breaks burdens and yokes, and one way it does it, it reveals your enemies. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Come on. I, 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 Praise team. Just, just, just because, even though you might not be doing a whole lot of different stuff, just because you on stage, some of your friends like you acting different. You acting the same. They acting different because they mad because you getting attention. Unless you can handle hate, you don't want to be blessed. Let me, let me go on and get it. Let me go on and move. Uh, and if, it says, um, it said, remember he said that the blessing of the father, uh, he blessed him above his prognitors, which means he, he, he blessed you. Can I tell you something? You, you, you know why you got favor? You got favor not just to help yourself. You got favor to help other folks. Can I tell you something? Joseph's favor helped his brothers. Y'all know what that? The same brother that sold him into slavery, the same brother that talked about him on Twitter, the same brothers that talked about him behind his back, the same brother that sold him into slavery, <clears throat> he ended up having favor. See, God doesn't just love you. See, unless you love, you can't have favor. I don't even feel like I'm preaching right now. I'm just having a conversation. I, I, if, if you don't love, you can't have favor because God is love. And if you don't love, you can't have the anointing. The anointing is love. That's why I got to be around my armor bearer because when anointing go out, people think you like them. I don't like you. It's just the anointing. You feel the love because the anointing is love. That's why you got to stay away from them. When y'all sing, you better stay away from them jokers. They going to think you love them, girl. It's the anointing. And if you don't love, if you, if you walk around in hate, come on somebody, if you walk around in hate and you don't like the people you're around, in fact, they ain't going to even say that. You ain't got to like the folk. If you don't love the folk you're around, you'll get that when you go home. You ain't got to like everybody, but you got to love everybody. I might not like a whole bunch of folk, but I love them all. And I'm going to still Try to preach to them. Come on, somebody. I'm going to still bury their dead. I'm going to still counsel them. You understand? Because you got to show love because the love is the anointing. Because Joseph was not only loved by God, his brothers 
he loved his brothers too. And because he could trust Joseph to after being sold into slavery, he could trust Joseph to still forgive his brothers and bless him and bless them with the favor he got. Oh, come on, somebody. If you can't bless your enemy, God not going to bless you above measure. If you can't bless your enemy when God tells you to, he cannot give you a good measure blessing, pressed down, shaking together, and running over. The reason why Joseph had favor is because, is there a microphone on? Because I am echoing everywhere today. I don't know. I'm just asking because that was your boy said last time. There was a microphone. I don't need it. Clapping back on the, on, the, on, the, on the internet. Favor is not even given based on your personality or even your character. You are blessed with favor because of your purpose. I don't get the big head when God handles my enemies. I just know he's going to handle them though. And some people think it's arrogant when I say, you come at me, God got you. I be telling people, man, you might not want to mess with me not when I'm doing this. Now, if I'm in a club somewhere, you, you know, you might win unless I'm in there witnessing. You walk up on me in any type of situation and you try to mess my name up, God is obligated to take care of my name because of the purpose that I'm supposed to do. Oh, y'all know what I'm saying. Sometimes God will even take care of you when you're doing wrong because your purpose is bigger than you. Some people wonder why in the world, how in the world, Maxwell is a pastor. I wonder the same thing. You ain't the only one. Me and my haters got one thing in common. I don't understand why God keeps blessing me. I don't understand how he continues to get me out of stuff even when I put myself in the midst of them. Because he blesses you and gives you favor because of your purpose. He gives newbies grow favor because of the purpose. I, I love the city. I love y'all. I'm not talking about you too bad. I love the city. I do. Sometimes the city takes too long to do certain things. So Newbies Grove says, you know what? We're going to go ahead and we're going to take care of all these supplies to make sure we take care of COVID-19 because, because we need to make sure all these homeless sites are COVID-19 ready. So he said, we'll go ahead and buy all these supplies to make sure everything together. Now, now, now you know, if y'all give us our money back, we would appreciate it. Just keeping it 100. But even if you don't, we want to make sure that people's safe because Jesus said if you do this to the least of those. And a lot of times people don't be readily taking care of folk that need something that can't give you nothing back. Come on, somebody. If the president, whether we voted for them or not, needed something to be straight for COVID-19, we make sure we get the whole city together, fumigated and everything. Come on, somebody. We'll be wiping down the sidewalks. But because it's the lowly. We don't want to think about it. But it's for you to take care of the people outside of the walls, church. We are called to be a church of growth. See, 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 some people get mad at churches when they grow. Y'all too big. But do you know in Acts chapter 2, 3,000 folk joined the church in one day? We way behind them. 3,000. 5,000 joined in chapter 4. That's 8,000 folk in two chapters. 8,000 folk. So to sit up there and say the church is not supposed to grow when he says, I'm going to add to you daily 
it's not theologically sound. It's just jealousy. So stop letting people talk about your church because it's growing in the midst of COVID-19. Stop letting people talk about your church because you're in a capital campaign even in the midst of a pandemic. Stop letting people talk about your church because it's building game rooms in the midst of a pandemic. Well, right now, the game room is actually a classroom. You got to learn how to think outside the box. And I, I'm preaching to everybody in the city, everybody around the world, because you need to just take this word to your church. Because right now I got to talk to an inner kingdom of my church because I got to get my church ready for growth and ready for exponential expansion. Come on, somebody. You got folk like Minister Todd Gabbard just popping up in the city saying they're going to come to our church. You understand what I'm saying? Now, he ain't come for free, but he here. Y'all know I ain't used to paying them. I'm paying him, but I'm saying we used to have a whole bunch of fame. Folk be paying for everything. I'm saying, but well, we sometimes you gotta pay for something. <laughs> I'm so used to favor just paying for everything. I gotta write a check for real. <laughs> I'm just saying, but I'm keeping it 100. But other people did get paid. They ain't come free, but we, we didn't have to do it because favor ain't fair. And people get mad at me and say, how much is so-and-so cost? And how much is so-and-so And they be like, I don't know. And they be thinking I'm just trying to not tell them. I really don't know. Even if I did, I wouldn't tell you. But I really don't know how much they cost because we're not the one that paid them. Because favor ain't fair. It's fair to me, though. It's fair to you. It's fair to anybody that loves God and stop trying to compare themselves to everybody else. The problem is you want to look over the fence and get somebody else's blessing when God got a blessing cut in contour for you. If you stop wasting time looking at everybody else's life and just examine your own, God will bless you above measure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me, let me, let me. Joseph was distinctly birthed as a Hebrew but raised as an Egyptian. Come on, somebody. He was a Hebrew, but raised as an Egyptian. You know, some of y'all were born in a Christian life, but got caught up in the drug life. Not saying that that was your purpose to go there, but God has you in the midst of an Egypt-type situation, and you can be able to talk to dope dealers I can't talk to. Come on, somebody. So, some of y'all uh, have grew up in a church house, but got caught up in something just like the prodigal son. Some of y'all got caught up in prostitution. But, but, but I'm saying, so, wherever your misery is, eventually becomes your ministry. And God has you reaching outside of your wall. We reach outside with basketball. Basketball ain't for basketball. Basketball ain't to just have fun with the police. Basketball to make sure the police don't shoot you. They be like, oh, no, this team is too good, and this team, I don't care about the team. Well, they're going to beat everybody. Who cares? What's the good competition? It ain't about a competition. It's about y'all stop shooting me. Basketball. This ain't about no basketball game. This is about you looking at me as a human. And my people as a human. It ain't for fun. If they have fun, that's great. Well, 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 brother pastor. You know, you know, they put brother in front of sometimes to make sure they reduce you down. You little bit. Brother Pastor, um, I really don't understand 
why, why you want all the good players to play too? I said, because that's who you're going to shoot. See, if I'm sorry, keeping it 100, I might not be as confident. I might really be quiet, which I should, when the police hostile to me. But if I'm used to being catered to, come on, somebody, I'm the star athlete on the team, and the coaches be bringing me milk and cookies every now and then, and the coaches be catering to me, and all of a sudden a police officer come to me and disrespect me, I'm like, who you talking to? Pow! I'm shot. That's why I don't care how good the team is. I'm not there for a competition to be good. If you want to win, go get some good players. Uh, can I tell y'all this too? I, I know this ain't got nothing to do with my sermon, but Eric, you can just coach. Because the same team we had all them years, we ain't win but one game out of all the years, and we won. They said, I stacked the team. No, I stacked the coach. Come on, somebody. And when I began to see the coaching and how good the players were, even though they was losing all the other times, come on, somebody. I'm your coach. Right now, I'm not even trying to preach to you right now. I'm trying to coach you to another level in your life because I'm trying to get you comfortable with success. I'm trying to get you comfortable with people hating your church. And when you get comfortable with people hating on your church, you'll finally get comfortable with people hating on you because you understand Maxwell don't care when they hate on him. Maxwell don't care that they didn't want to do basketball at first. Maxwell don't care that they didn't want to see in the water to Haiti and all that. Maxwell didn't care when people talked about him when he was about to walk in this building. So I don't care if they talk about me either. You got to get comfortable with haters if you're going to be blessed. I don't even know if I'm preaching. I don't know if I'm under the anointing, but I do know I want to coach you. I want you to win. I don't like losing. I'm from Atlanta, and the Falcons always lose. I'm tired of losing. I don't want to be connected to losing, so I want you to win. So listen to this. He was birthed as a Hebrew, but he would cross culture. See, some of y'all, see, preachers want to under, don't understand why I don't hang around preachers all the time because preachers got the same thing I got. You got a church, you got some stained glass windows. Well, I ain't got no stained glass windows. Can I borrow some? But, but I, we got the same stuff. You got to learn how to cross-pollinate. You got to learn how to hang with a, a, a lawyer if you're a doctor. Come on, somebody. They, 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 if, even when they're doing flowers, when you learn to punt it square back in science, you see science, and, and, and you got to understand, they like, you got to cross-pollinate sometimes to make stuff stronger. You know why some people be special a lot of time? Now, I ain't saying talking about special later, but, but, but a lot of folk in the country be special because, you know, they be messing with their cousins. And their genes too close together. And when the gene pool is already close together, it makes it weak. Ain't that amazing that if you mess with your first cousin, that your genes will be weaker because you got something too close? And sometimes you can't just deal with people you grew up with. You can't just deal with black people because you black. You can't just deal with white people because you white. You can't just deal with preacher because you're a preacher. You got to learn how to deal with all types of people so you can get different resources of where you're going. Y'all don't hear me. You got to learn how to cross-pollinate. But the problem is, you ain't got the anointing yet. See, you got to understand that Jesus was called to the Jews, but when they didn't accept him, he went outside. And after the Holy Ghost came in Acts chapter 2, when the Holy Ghost came and, and it, it gave them power, and they were able to pre- speak, speak in different tongues, the Holy Spirit came. Then guess what he said? He said, take this gospel from Jerusalem to Judea, to Samaria. To the outer ends of the earth. R- look at this, Deacon Spells. He didn't ask them to take the gospel to all the other places until they got the Holy Spirit. 
Because until you receive the Holy Spirit, you're going to be racist. Until you receive the Holy Spirit, you're going to be sexist. Until you receive the Holy Spirit, you're going to hate folk that don't look like you. Until you really get endowed with the Holy Spirit. See, when you really walk in the anointing of God, you can't hate anybody even when they hate you. You might hate what they do to you, but at the end of the day, because you have the anointing and the love of God, because the anointing is only the love of God radiating off of you, and that's what breaks down barriers and yokes. I feel funny the way I'm preaching. Minister Todd ain't going to want to come back because I ain't going, mm, I'm going to get there. I will. No, I'm playing. Yep. Joseph. He, 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 because he was divine purpose and translocated. See, God couldn't leave me in Atlanta. I knew too many folk. Here, when I get by myself, I don't care if you don't like me. And, and see, you got to understand, people ain't going to clap for you, no matter where you are. See, a prophet is, is, is accepted anywhere but his hometown, but sometimes he ain't accepted anywhere else either. Because you understand, people, you, you know how they, when they win the Oscars sometimes, they, they make sure they go to the people that lost just to see if their face look right. And you know the face is fake. Come on, somebody. I love Denzel Washington, but you know he should have won a whole bunch of Oscars, but he got that face together. But you know he like, how in heaven did I not get this? I'm sure you use another word, but I'm just saying. It's hard to clap for somebody who got what you thought you should have. Oh, come on, somebody. If your mama promised you the car and all of a sudden your sister got it, your little sister got it, and you were supposed to get the car, and even though the car was ragged and you probably didn't want it, but just because they gave it to somebody else besides you, you're going to be mad because that was meant for you. And sometimes you get stuff that was meant for other people in their mind. Some folk been more educated than you. Some folk done been to Virginia Union, homegrown, and, and, and some people done been to ITC seminary, and now you done came out here, ain't got no degree, and all of a sudden you got favor. You walk around here in your church growing. You walk around here in your business growing and you ain't been to Harvard or Yale because God favors those who has a purpose. You see, all things happen for the good of those who are called according to what? His purpose. See, you think everything happened for the good of you just because. No, it's once you accept your purpose. And once you accept your purpose and walk in purpose, even when you mess up and sin, God will get you back on the right track. You know how you went back through the Marvel? You, anybody seen the end game on Marvel? If you haven't seen it, don't sit down for the whole time. But I'll just give you the whole gist of it. They went back and they fixed the timeline. And I, I marvel, I love Marvel because they do a lot of spiritual stuff. The only thing I disagree with is they, they, the men and the women always do it when it's really God. See, I can pray a prayer right now. Like Daniel, and Daniel redeemed the time. He prayed and he said, forgive my ancestors and my mothers and my fathers and my forefathers. And he, then the angel was dispatched right there because he went down the genealogy and let God fix the timeline. Because God sees the past, the present, and the future at the same time. So I can pray a prayer right now and say, God, redeem the time from my birth for all the mistakes I made. Redeem my timeline. That's what he said. He shall redeem the time because he does not look at chronological time. He looks at Cairo's time. Chronological time is A, B, C, D. Cairo's time is I bring A right here. I put D over here. I put Z way over here in the front. And I put B over here. Do you understand what I'm saying? God is not bound to time. He's not bound to your tradition. And that's what's wrong with the church. People mad because the church looked different. 
You know, the only reason I got this pulpit, even though I like the glass one better, is because they got three crosses on here to make sure the old saints don't die. Oh, ain't no steeple on the building. Lord Jesus, take me now. Take me, Jesus. <laughs> because some people don't understand. God wants your footprint. Somewhere else. You know, because we over here on the main street, people have joined the church just because they were driving by and saw us outside. I, I know this sermon ain't making you jump up and down. That's why you got Mrs. Todd here today. He'll get you jumping up in a minute. At 11 o'clock, you got to come back. See, the traditional wall church is limited. That's why he said, kick in the gates of hell. You're supposed to play offense. You got to get out. See, the problem is you keep trying to fight from here. See, anybody, any soldiers out there, soldiers don't never want the battle to come to the base. They don't, even when they in a, in a foreign country fighting, they don't want to sit in the base and fight. That's their place of refuge. Huh? If, if you stay at the base and fought, you about to lose. If they find your base and get to your base, the fight is almost over. Because they're in your sanctuary. This is for you to get delivered and get coached. This is the locker room. So that's what I'm doing. I'm coaching you right now. I'm Minister E. Coaching you. I want you to win the game. I ain't here to preach today. I'm here to coach. You don't want the battle here. Some of you all are messing up because you're bringing the battle in the church, but your battle should be out on the battlefield. This is your place of refuge. This is your place of rest. You understand? This is your place where you can get rejuvenated and go back in the game. This ain't for you to come in here and fight. This the base. See, you got to think outside of cultural barriers. The branches are reaching out. What has encircled you and lured you into a comfortable sleep? Because you know this happened while the church slept. It's hot in here, ain't it? I see everybody else fan. Ain't no air on. I'm going to go look over there, man. What, what, see, see what, what has encircled you? See, the church, see, it's, it's, it's the church is to go beyond limitations. Community is meant to commune you, not confine you. Some of y'all get caught up in customs. They're regulatory indicators, not penal incarceration. The bulletin is a guide. That's why I'm so glad we ain't even using one right now. Oh, Lord, they done had the song right here, and they done went in the prayer. They ain't in the order. come out the bulletin, the bulletin come out of me. It's a guide. And when you start swimming, oh, hold on, let's do this, let's do this. And, and that's why I, I don't, that's why I, I, I'm glad I got Minister Gloria and Minister E because sometimes when people have a plan together and you start changing because the spirit moving and they get all offended because you didn't mess up their thing. If I still do all your stuff, even if I don't do all your stuff, you participate in. And when the spirits start moving, you want to move this, they get offended. Like, oh, Lord, that's why I can't deal with people who ain't flexible because they don't let the Holy Ghost. 
How can he do exceedingly abundantly above whatever I can ask, think, or imagine if I always want to do it exactly how I put it together? My sermon, I wrote it, it sounded good. I ain't even hardly in. I'm looking at the notes every now and then. Culture. Stop letting culture. See, sometimes culture would kill the anointing. Huh? Culture would kill the anointing. It'll kill it. Now that we do offering at the end, some people are going crazy. If you want to bring it in the beginning, just bring it on. We ain't going to get mad at you. But what I'm saying is you got to stop letting the stuff dictate to you. You got to dictate the stuff. Don't allow people, don't allow what encircles you, don't allow people to define you. You are a new creation. Don't let it diminish you. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Like I told you, people kept telling me I was supposed to just sit in this office and just sit there and do what? Just sit there, I can come back and I'll counsel you. But when I'm out in the streets, that's when people come to Christ. People come to Christ because they see me doing planning commission. They see me doing board review. I'll be able to meet lawyers and doctors and everybody. Oh, you go to church. And they start watching the broadcast. They don't go sometimes to church, but at least they sit on their couch watching us at 8 o'clock. Not here, but on the, on the, on the channel 27. I watched your broadcast today. And, and see, the thing about this, if we keep worrying about trying to just reach our folk. Yeah, I'm going to tell you about Black Lives Matter because they do. But, 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 but I'm trying to reach everybody, not just black folk. And that's what you got to You got to get comfortable reaching people beyond who you are. Oh, yeah, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, let, me, let me hurry up and get out of here. See, 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 see. I, I ain't going to go there. I'm going to leave that alone. I do that from 11 o'clock. Don't let them determine where you can go. Don't let them determine what you can't do. See, don't let them discourage you with jealousy because they're going to be jealous. Folk, some folk are going to tell you what they can't do. Stop letting people put limitations on you because of their limitations. Yeah. I remember this one lady told me, she said, uh, you, I, was, I was taking my test to be a, a real estate broker. I think I was like 25, 26, about two years ago. And, um, <laughs> and 20, yeah, I was 26 years old. Yeah, that was last year. So I was 26. And I was working on my broker's license, and this lady said, wow, my son is a doctor, and he didn't pass that test. You're not going to pass that test. I'm like, I'm not a doctor because I don't want to be a doctor. I mean, I let her know. I don't care. Your son just dumb. I don't know. Maybe he cheated. I mean, that's what I was thinking in my mind. I mean, I ain't trying to hate on dude, but I'm just like, so what? He, pa- he didn't pass a broker's test. I ain't passed a doctor's test because I ain't take it. I don't let people live to me. So what you mean? She said, then she said, what do you mean? I mean, if I want to be a doctor, I pass that test too. But I'm a pastor because that's what I want to do. And that's what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to be there. And, and you know, I'm supposed to empower people to get houses and things like that because I want them to be able to build wealth. You understand? And who would know that now in the midst of me having my broker's license, that now we African-Americans own houses at the same percentage rate they owned in 1968. So it's almost like a, a, a time for economic development and for me to culture, to cultivate people to make sure that they're able to empower themselves to build wealth because the, gener- the wealth gap gets bigger when you don't own property because that's the easiest way to generate wealth. That's why they had redlining to make sure you didn't get it. They should have just called it blacklining because it was black folk they weren't giving it to. Anyway, let me, I, I, let me stop because I'm coaching too long. Uh, Minister, you got me in overtime. That's you. 
Don't let the walls insulate you. You got to go beyond it. This is your base. This is where I feed you and you come in and we strategize and we get ready. You are my disciples. Whether you close to me or just sitting in your car, my job is to teach you and you're supposed to go out and teach other people. People are supposed to already come here ready to join the church, ready to get baptized, ready to be saved because of who I sent out. Look at here. I'm going to say this and I'm going to get ready to sit down, I think. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and to recover the recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. We're supposed to be taking care of folk that's lowly and can't help themselves. Remember, I told you that the church grew to 3,000 in one day in Acts chapter 2. They added 5,000 more in Acts chapter 4. Ain't nowhere in the word, word where the church supposed to be small. I'm not knocking a small church, but you're supposed to continue to grow. You got to understand that we are taking over territory. It's not demonic. It's not being greedy. It's only when you building stuff just to build stuff. I never understood why a church already got a gym that's new want to build another gym. For what? You got a gym. Build a retirement facility or something. Do something. Else. I mean, but that's, that's maybe God told you to do that. But I'm not building stuff just to be in competition. Oh, Lord, Gethsemane got a gym. I got to build one better because Brother Ritty got a gym that look better than mine. I'm not trying to do that. No, we do what God has called us to do. I feel like I'm, I've been up here for a long time, and, but I, I have, but you'll be all right. You ain't got nothing else to do. COVID-19. Matthew 5, 14 through 16. The game don't come on at 7.30 p.m., just letting you know. Matthew chapter 5, 14 through 16 says, Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. He said, let them see your good work. That's why we're on social media. Come on, somebody. We're supposed to be a candle on the top of a hill. People supposed to know what we do with prison ministry. They're supposed to know that we do re-entry uh, in they supposed to know that we're taking care of people and helping with the boys and girls club. They supposed to know that we're dealing with Port Link and people are going to be uh, educated right here. They supposed to know that we're doing children ministry. They supposed to know that you're doing the, the Glow Fest in October to make sure they got something able to do and be safe. We're supposed to be a mega church going to another level. That's why we can send stuff to Haiti because of your tithes and offerings. That's why we were able to build a school in Kenya. You're supposed to be able to grow not just to grow and help yourself. God gives us favor so we can help the world. That's why we pay for all the cleaning products to make sure we took care of COVID-19 because favor was given to us to make sure that we birth. Oh, y'all don't hear what I'm saying? You're supposed to birth something out of you. You're not the, A seed can make so many bushes. One little mustard seed can make a whole garden of bushes. One seed one seed we are one seed but we can spread across the world we can build a church in Pocock we can build a school in Kenya we can build a well in Haiti hey we can feed the homeless around the world we can take care of the homeless right here we even put people in free houses why because we got favor and favor it's not just given for me to keep it for myself. It's given to me 
so that I may bless somebody else. You're called to take care of Newport News. You're called to take care of Hampton Roads. You're called to take care of Virginia. You're called to take care of America. You're called to take care of the world. Behold how good and how pleasant it is for the brethren to dwell together in unity. It's like a precious ointment on the head that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard, that went down to the skirts of his garment as the dew of Hermon and as the dew that descended upon the mountain of Zion. For the Lord commanded the blessing even life forevermore so when I have an anointing that runs down my head unto my beard unto my cloaks it don't stop down it gets in the soil of the church it gets in the soil of your house it gets in the soil of your life so when I teach you what I know you're supposed to birth some more Christians some more disciples some more men and women of God it ain't for you to come hide in the house and hide away from COVID-19 it ain't for you to hide from all the problems of the world it's for you to sit here study get your mind right get your head right get coached get up off your blessed assurance walk into the world and make a difference you ain't got favor just for yourself your favor your good measure blessing Press down, shake it together, and run it over. It's not all for you. Some of those blessings are for you to bless your neighbor. Some of those blessings are for you to bless your kids. Some of those blessings are even for you to bless your enemies. That's why you blessed in the valley and blessed in the field and blessed in your coming and blessed in your going. It's because he called you to birth more disciples. He called you to reproduce more blessed people. This church is not growing just for newbies growing. It's growing for your grandkids. That's why we got a screen. That's why we got lights. That's why we got social media. We cast it. Our nets our fishing rods. See, see, some of y'all, you, you want to go shallow water fishing. You, you want to sit on the pier and, and sit on the dock of the bay 
No, 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 no. You, you want to sit on Dr. Bay. See, 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 I want to go deep, deep fishing like Deacon Dawson do. See, I wouldn't go with Deacon Dawson because they said I couldn't keep the fish. I don't want to catch the fish and chop it up. I want to put it on my wall. If I can't have the prize, I don't want to go. I'm going to tell you, I got to catch the fish and give it to you. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, our job is to cast the net out. We cast our net in the building over here. Taking over territory that's new to make sure we can catch more kids. Catch them early. Train them up where they should go. COVID-19 got more kids in church than we didn't have in a minute. Because they had to be somewhere safe. And we prayed and we covered them. Then one day, I, I was at the weight room. And I had just started working back out. Because my shoulder was a little better. And all of a sudden, I just had to pray, had to pray, had to pray. And I, I, I came up here. I just drove up here, and I started praying. And I called E on Facebook. I said, hey, man, come out here and pray. We prayed. Then who else we called? Bishop uh, Mount Zion. Six months out, we called Bishop Barber. We called Bishop Barber. I went and called him. I said, hey, man, come and pray. He prayed for us. And all of a sudden, because of social media, because of what people called the devil, he said, I, I, you, he prayed, and he said, wow. He saw it because I was going through the camera, and he was praying as I went through the rooms. And he said, wow, that's good. I want to be a part of that. And we was already just taking care of snacks and lunch. They taking care of the breakfast because of connecting. Because a man of God is not jealous of somebody else and say, you know what, I'll come in and help you. Come on, somebody. I'll come in and I'll, I'll help you. But you can't connect to people that they don't know what you're doing. Just because we shared that and connected. And now the kids have breakfast and lunch. I'm believing somebody's going to pay for dinner. Somebody pay for dinner yet? Somebody's going to pay. In fact, call them people again. Tell them, uh, who, I'm going to call them out right now. What's their name? The food folk. The food bank. Food bank, I need you to play well with others. I need you to start playing well with others. I know we got other people in here doing food, but I need y'all to help with this food too. I ain't trying to put you on blast. I guess I am. It's Holy Ghost, ain't me. You got to play well with others. You can't just be hoarding unless you're going to take care of breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We good. See if they're going to take care of all of them. They want to take care of all of them, fine. No, they can, they can take care. Then they learn how to cross-pollinate. People got to learn how to cooperate with other people. You ain't got to do everything. And because somebody else doing something, nobody's stealing no food. Sandwiches ain't that good. I mean, no way. And they're like they cooking like newbies grow. They're like they cooking like Miss Page and Briggs and all that. Nobody gonna steal their food if they ain't hungry. <laughs> ain't got nothing to do with no sermon, do it. No one just. But what I'm saying is this: our job is to reach outside the walls, to reach outside the four walls and bring people in. Basketball is not just for fun; it's evangelism. Softball is not just for fun. Now, Deacon Spells don't care if you miss the ball, but if you don't run for it, he going to get you. He don't like to lose, but we stick with you in the game even though you're sorry. Because it ain't for winning. <laughs> it's for evangelism. You understand? We thank you. Lord, we thank you for getting us comfortable with growth. We thank you for dealing with me as the pastor. Lord, I ask for you right now in the name of Jesus to deal with us in the name of Jesus. Take us to another level in you. In the name of Jesus, we do pray. Amen.